One AFC contender got a whole lot better during the 2022 NFL draft. Which team could make an improbable run after their offseason additions? And are the Cincinnati Bengals, was that run to the Super Bowl just a fluke? All of that and more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Fans, and welcome in to another edition of Locked On NFL. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. The NFL draft has came and went, and one AFC contender got a lot better in my eyes. I'm going to run that past Tony. We'll dive into uh, a, a potential surprise team or a team that can make an improbable run to the Super Bowl. The Bengals did that last year. Was it a fluke? We're going to get to all of that. But first, today's show brought to you by BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she's going to treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On NFL listeners. Get $50 off any purchase of $500 or more with promo code Locked On at checkout. Tony, it's uh, it's good to see you, my man. Uh, it's funny. The teams we cover on opposite sides of the spectrum, drafting 31st every round versus first. And uh, yet something tells me we both had a lot of fun covering the draft. We absolutely had a lot of fun covering the draft. Um, the Jaguar fans, man, they, 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 they're pretty rough. You know, they're a little brutal. They don't necessarily think that the team did the things that they wanted them to do. And uh, I kind of spent about six weeks trying to warn them that they the team wasn't going to do what they wanted them to do so yeah um it, it was fun I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it's kind of over um i love the draft but you, you know it's kind of like going to vegas you love to go but you kind of that well three days is enough i mean that's right that's right <laughs> right when you're on the when, when you're on the plane and and on, on the way from vegas and the the flight attendant says uh we will be having complimentary cocktails and the whole plane goes, no, you know, it's just like, we just know we all beat up and tired of that, man. So, um, but yeah, it was a fun weekend, very informative, by the way, shout out to the locked on NFL draft crew and locked on now and Bukowski and everyone that participated in our coverage for the draft. Uh, I don't know how they did it, but they pulled it off for three straight days. And, um, I guess that's why they pay them the big bucks, right? That's right. It must be right. And they pay us the big bucks to talk to you every single Wednesday here on Locked On NFL. And I got to tell you, uh, there's this team in Baltimore that everyone's given, uh, you know, a bunch of love to. And rightfully so. You look at the guys they landed and, and they deserve credit. But I actually don't think they're even the winners in the AFC because they had an extra first round pick. And it's right. easy to spruce that draft up when you have an extra first round pick and about 52 fourth rounders, which the Baltimore Ravens had. They gave up their number one wide receiver. I got to be honest with you, Tony. I think I'm one built bar away from being able to make the Ravens roster as a wide receiver because they need receiver help in Baltimore. So that's not the team that I have in mind, even though everyone else has been loving on the Ravens the past couple of days. And again, I'm not hating on them, Ravens fans. I think you had a good draft, but let's relax just a little bit because Lamar Jackson is throwing to Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, and himself this year. Uh, the, the team who's that, that I kid, think, who's that kid they took last year was that Bateman? Rashad Bateman yeah and I have him in right. a dynasty league you know his his stock went up but man I overall like th- that's not how you win in today's NFL you know take two tight ends you don't have any other receivers so right Lamar's gonna have to be running a ton 
Um, but no, I think the team that just crushed it, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And you look at their picks, where they took these guys, you could argue best player available available through like five of their picks, and they fit needs, starting with Trent McDuffie. He falls to them at 21. They move up. They get him. Love the pick. I think a lot of people thought he would be a 15, you know, top 15 type guy. George Karloftis, to me, was a top 20 guy. I know the Bengals would have loved to have him at 31. The Chiefs get him at 30, and they bolster their pass rush. So wait a second. They just got a guy who can cover. They added to their pass rush. And then, oh, Tyreek Hill's no longer in town. What did they do? Something the Ravens couldn't do. They add Sky Moore out of Western Michigan, and this dude can fly. He's got wings. That's why they call him Sky. And then, and I'll end it here. I, I like a lot of their picks. Though. I like Darian Kennard. Uh, I like Josh Williams out of Fayetteville State. But uh, Brian Cook, uh, and they got Chenault of Wisconsin, too, really athletic mm-hmm. linebacker. But Brian Cook out of Cincinnati, of all the, the Bearcats draft picks, and I talked to people within the, that school, obviously. It's where I'm based. They said, oh, Brian Cook is going to be so much better in the NFL than he was in college. And he was the leader on that defense. So the fact that they got him, man, I, I think the Chiefs just crushed it. And uh, I would not be shocked at all if they're poised to make another run to the Super Bowl with these dudes because I think they're much better on defense. And I think offensively, you had a guy like Sky Moore. That, that's what you needed to add uh, t- to the wide receiver room to feel pretty good about the, the offense's chances without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, there are some teams, man, that just get it. And and th- when, you're, when you're one of those good teams who, and you have multiple first-round picks and you're sitting there, it's almost like, what's that Dave Chappelle thing? You're like, just the players are just, come on, fall, baby. Come on. Yep. Just yep. come on. Come on. And, and then you get your pick. And you don't necessarily have to do uh, – you don't have to go either way. You don't have to go best player available, but you also don't have to go need. You just go, what do we want to do? Because you know what? We're going to win 12 games next year anyway. And then they add these guys, and it's like they're one of the few teams that a novice draft follower probably knows their names, even if it's just a guy who just pays attention to the top 200 and didn't go deep diving into all of these players. These are, They got Darian Kennard in like the sixth round or the fifth yeah, round. Yeah, I know. And, yep. You know, these are names that people noticed on these lists. And I know that's not the way teams pick. They don't pick based on names on lists. But the fact that these are guys that have a, uh, a big body of work, a large body of work in college that won't necessarily be asked, maybe outside of Sky Moore, won't necessarily be asked to come in here and have to, you know, reinvent the wheel. They can just come in and develop the way that they want to. Sky Moore is going to have a, a quick transition because – of the way that they play offense and the the Swiss Army knife uh, way that he goes about it. I like them. And I'll tell you another team, my team that knocked it out of the box was the Jets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think they did every single thing right. And they got three impact players in the first round. I really just love their pick. And I like the fact that they also said, we're going to take the guy that we think is the best running back in the draft. Yep. Joe Douglas deserves a lot of credit for the way he moved around and, and got some things done. Uh, with the Jets, of course, we know they they got Garrett Wilson, yep. and then at the back of the the first round they came back up and they got Jermaine Johnson, who I had as one of my five best players in the draft. Uh, I, I did hear later on, uh, maybe real real late in the day on draft day, that there were some teams that were concerned that he was just not that he's 24, so you won't get a lot of time out of him because you're going to get eight years out of the guy anyway. But at 24. Is he? Did he hit his peak? Like, did he? Did he? Did he hit 
Sure. That area, he might like, be. He might not playing, be a two contract years guy. years old playing against twenty year olds. Maybe that's why you're dominating him so much. So yeah. that's another reason um, to to sit and wonder what you know why he fell. But I heard that that might happen. But then what you're going to get if you're the Jets? You're going to get a t a, a player that's that's ready to go. That's going to help you right now. Going to help you right away. He's mature, and uh, I think they did really really good. Of course, Sauce Gardner. At the top of the draft. There we go. I was about to get on you. Yeah, yeah long, on you. long, lean. Uh, he's everything. I think him and Stingley are both everything that you want in a number one corner. They did a really, really good job. And then came back and got Jeremy Rucker, the tight end, and Max Mitchell, a guy that I had on the radar for the Jaguars. So I think they did well, man. I, I really do. It's, it's one of those drafts uh, that I, I really do envy because I think they got a lot of good people that's going to help them. I, I do too. I think they did a, you know, a, a great job. I have a buddy who's a Jets fan and we exchanged texts uh, on the first day of the draft when they added those three pieces and then uh, the second day because you, you go and get a, a running back that I think is going to help a lot. Speaking of dynasty, I think that dude's going to get drafted first overall in most dynasty leagues in rookie drafts. But uh, Brees Hall I'm talking about just so it's clear that I know his name since I didn't say it. Real quick, uh, I will say this though, and I like Garrett Wilson a lot. Got to see him a lot here in Ohio. Understand it. Jamison Williams is a better receiver. Yeah, and it's I wild though I, that he didn't he, he didn't crack he, he couldn't push ahead of he, him in college he, though. It I, I I know I know, but you know Joe Burrow was a backup too, right? Right. And so to me, I would have taken Jamison Williams. I think the Falcons are wild. You, you know the route they went, and in the fact that Williams was after all these guys, after Olave, after. Just note all that down, and, and I, I like that Detroit was aggressive and moved up to to get, to me, the number one receiver in this draft class. I get he's coming off the ACL. ACLs aren't like they used to be. Right. I don't think that's going to you know crush him. So I, I think uh, I think he was the number one receiver in that class. I think the Falcons overthunk it a little bit, if overthunk is a word. <laughs> but I, I don't know I, what I, they were thinking. I, uh, Garrett Wilson, well, Chris Olave, they all would be better. Let me tell you what they were thinking. They were thinking catch radius. They were thinking that – uh, they don't know who the hell's gonna be throwing the ball, but whoever throws it just got to put it in the neighborhood because with that kid they took last year out of Florida, the tight end and Kyle Pitts, yeah, Kyle Pitts, you just got to put it in the neighborhood. So now you're looking at a couple of one guy six six, the other guy six four. That's what that's what I think they were thinking that, that they were gonna just have to have someone who could catch inaccurate balls, and and that that's had to be the only thing. I was a big fan of them hiring uh, Terry Fontenot. I'm starting to look, you know, look at Terry Fontenot a little bit funny now, coming from that pedigree in New Orleans. He's not really doing things, even though, even though the Falcons won more games last year than I thought they would. I thought they had the worst roster, and they ended up, you know, actually winning winning more games than a lot of teams in front of them. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. That, but you're the right. Saints, it's crazy. The Saints got the better wide receiver. In, they figured it in out didn't they? later. Yeah, drafted later. Chris Olave is better than Drake London. I, I think sorry. so too. I think and 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 if you're gonna take a banged up receiver since Drake London's coming off of injury, why don't you just take Jameson Williams? I don't I don't I, get that either. No, you're right. That was clearly a good, better than Drake London. That's a good anyway. pull. That's a good pull. Um, All right. So what we're gonna do here, right? We're gonna um, talk about teams that can make jumps. You yeah. guys, your Bengals made a big big jump last year. And we're going to talk about them, too, because some people are saying that it was 
they caught lightning in a bottle and, and I'm thinking like, no, they didn't. They were just very good. I, I don't think you can do what they did by luck for too long. So we'll talk about them in segment three, but segment two, I got a surprise for you. I'm going to tell you Ooh. the team that I think may have a Bengals type run next year. Clearly it's not Atlanta. All right. I got to tell you about blue Nile.com one-stop shop for all things jewelry, quality jewelry. And look at blue Nile.com. You could celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you're not going to find at a traditional jeweler. Mother's Day is coming up this Mother's Day. Give mom something she's going to treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On NFL listeners get $50 off $500 purchases right now. It's a podcast exclusive, only good through Mother's Day. So go to BlueNile.com, use promo code Locked On, and save today every order is insured ships free arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside again shop stress free and give her something she's going to cherish forever at bluenile.com with promo code locked on and we thank you for making us your first listen here on locked on nfl on a wednesday james rapine and tony wiggins rolling along here on a wednesday so surprise 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 who is my surprise for this year. It is a team that everyone James always says is going to make a move, and they seem like they just don't do it. How about those Los Angeles Chargers, man? I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, I think this is the year that I'm going to draw a parallel between them and your Bengals. Uh, I think they're going to make that that little bit of a step this year, and here's why. Yeah, Yeah, here we go. Zach Taylor, at the at the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022, we were like, we that dude probably can't coach, man. They're going to get rid of Zach. You know people are starting to say that about Coach Staley now, and mm-hmm. folks are starting to really raise a lot of ruckus about him. And even guys like me, I keep saying, when people were talking about Aaron Rodgers or whoever, were scared to go out to the AFC West because they got to deal with Justin Herbert. I'm like, when has Justin Herbert ever won anything to scare anybody to have to deal with him? But they added J.C. Jackson um, to their secondary, and then they added Zion Johnson. There have been two things that we have talked about with uh, them for a long time. One was their cornerback play because they kept having the guys get banged up. And two is their offensive line play. It's like Phillip Rivers might have to struggle to get in the Hall of Fame because they could never block anybody. Now, mm-hmm. I think they fixed those two areas and maybe somebody started listening. I really think they're going to make a run, man. I think they they are one of those teams. They the the other two teams in the division were well, outside of Kansas City, Denver and um the Raiders. They're new. It might take them a while to get going. I really think the Chargers are going to come out swinging. I think the Chargers have also played Kansas City really really tough. They're not scared of anybody and they got a quarterback that most people consider one of the seven best guys in the league. I think if anyone has a chance to do what the Bengals did last year, after the draft and free agency, I'm going to say it's the Chargers. Is he already top seven? Justin Herbert, top seven? Ta- I, I think talent-wise, and I think if teams were pick- if people were picking quarterbacks, he you wouldn't get past seven without taking him. Sure, because of age, right? Because right. he'd go ahead right. of Brady. But, like, Brady's ahead of him right now, right? right? Of course, yeah. Okay. So, no, I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about where he is. Is he seven? Brady, I, I, I get it. Rodgers, Allen, um, of course, Mahomes. Watson. Yes. When you're talking quarterback play, right. you know, obviously yeah. not off the field. Got to keep him out of trouble. Burrow. Uh, yes. 
Is it a yes? I'm asking you. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You know, people Joe are gonna McGuire. call me a homer if I say Burrow. No, I'll I just say watched it. him. Take I'll say they can call me whatever the they want to. I, I'll say it six. So seven. Burrow. I'll leave him at seven because I put him ahead of Russell Wilson right now. Okay, he's ahead of Stafford. Ooh. Uh, okay. Just asking. He's in the neighborhood, seven or eight-ish, but he's in the neighborhood, okay. right? Lamar, you're sleeping on Lamar now. I'm just, for, I'm just for throwing what, him out for what, there. For what I want to do, yeah, I'm sleeping okay. on Lamar. Okay. Kyler? He's better than Kyler. All right. All right. I, but you see, it's tough, man. I mean, there's a lot of great it's quarterbacks. Tough. It's tough. <laughs> seven or eight. Seven, seven yeah. or eight, right? A lot of great ones. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but I do think as a team, and Coach Staley has a lot to prove. He, they have tough. a lot. They have a lot to prove because I think they're, they've – been extremely talented year after year and heck they hit on their first round pick last year in Slater and they pay Mike Williams 20 million this off season. They go get Khalil Mack and they, you know, all right, now's the time. And so you're right. Now's the time where we're, we're going to see what the, this chargers team is. You know, yeah. are they, uh, are they a legitimate contender uh, with Herbert and in, can he, he can cement himself as that top seven guy where it's not even debatable. And I don't even question you because I think right now, you can question it a little bit. Not a ton, but you can still yeah. question well, it. Well, right now who they are is the, they're the AFC version of the Cowboys. Like Ooh. all of these talented players putting up all of these numbers, a team that everyone talks about is going to be so good, a team that literally can show up week in and week out and beat the best team in the league and lose to the worst team in the league. They, they could do both. And that's who I think they are right now. I think they're the they're the – West Coast version and the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, a team, when you look at them on paper, they're supposed to be a lot better than they are. For some reason, they don't ever live up to it. And I, I would say that they have a better quarterback than the Cowboys, right? And they don't have the same pressure. Because in Los Angeles, I, I was out there for the Super Bowl. I saw maybe two Rams jerseys the week I was out there during the Super Bowl when they were playing in the game. I saw zero Chargers anything. Right. Just just to give you an idea. So. There, there isn't as much pressure, which should in turn mean that you uh, that you perform at a high level. So I, I I get it. I understand it. I think the talent's there, and it's just a matter of can they go do it. I do wonder from a, a receiver standpoint, I'm, is Keenan Allen still that same dude? You yeah, I don't think he's Mike Williams worth – yeah, is Mike Williams worth $20 million? If you can and keep so him healthy. Are, if you can keep him healthy. I do like Isaiah Spiller though, adding that other running back, that big back, because you know we've seen, you know their backs kind of go down a little bit, and and yep. uh, maybe they make the playoffs a couple of years ago if they don't lose their running back and 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 he doesn't have a bum ankle. But I really do think the offensive line play, if Zion Johnson is as good as advertised, which I don't know where they're going to play him, if they're going to play him at center or guard, but if he's as good as advertised to go along with Rashawn Slater then they got something. They're cooking with grease up front. So I do think they're going to be better. I do. I, I, I want to give you – I know we want to get to the team I cover in the Bengals, and we can talk about talk about them for a minute, but I do want to give you my team that give I think could rise up. And I will do that. How about this for a tease? Next, but first a word from Built Bar, the number one protein bar on the planet, high in protein, low in sugar, low in calories. Tony, I know you were about to do it, but I'm just so damn excited to talk about Built Bars <laughs> because, man, the, the team that I – uh that I'm about to name. I bet you they have a whole building full of built bars for these dudes because they are juiced and excited uh, for what they did in the draft. And so uh, if you're excited about your team and what they did in the draft, and maybe you're lukewarm on what they did in the draft, it doesn't matter. Built bars are perfect for you. So check them out right now at built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. 
you'll get 15% off your order. Again, don't delay. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. Salted caramel. Oh. That's, that's the one. That's your go-to. That's All my right. go-to. That's my go-to, man. Uh, who's your team, bro? Because I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, who is he going to name? Who Who is he going to name? He ain't going to oh. name the Bengals because we're going to talk about them in a minute. But who no. is this team? Where's Will Smith from? Oh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. West Philadelphia, East Philadelphia, South Philadelphia, North Philadelphia. They all can celebrate today. What you slap me in the face with that one. Ah, you get the, it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Nah, anyway, but- yeah, you, you are looking a little like Chris Rock. Right? No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, no, I think uh, I think they killed it. I mean, look, Jordan Davis is a freak. You right. got him 13th overall. Then you make a trade. Uh, who did they trade for? Uh, was it was it Jamison Williams, unproven, coming off of a torn ACL? No. Was it, it Chris Olave, who I, I know that I praise, but is still a rookie? Oh, was it was it Drake London who can't get more separation than me? Oh no no no, uh, it, it wasn't Garrett Wilson either. It was a proven Pro Bowl yep. AJ Brown. Oh, sorry Titans, what a ridiculous idea to not pay this proven star and, and right. bank on someone else to fill in. Anyways, um, that's not what contending teams do. And Philadelphia, they made the right call. Get aggressive. Go get your guy. Give your young quarterback this awesome target to throw to. Love Jordan Davis. Mentioned that. They get Cam Jurgens in the second round. Oh, well, what's he going to fill? He's the heir to the throne with Jason Kelsey signing a one-year deal. He's also an athletic, powerful center. A little undersized, but I like it. Nakobe Dean fell to them in round three. Um, That's it. I'm done. I'm not even going to go over any more picks. They just got three dudes that I think are going to be starters either from the jump or start for them in year two and and really help them this year and give them depth. Plus, they got A.J. Brown, who, get this, Tony Wiggins, is the best receiver in the 2022 draft. That's who it is. You really want to ask because he was acquired during it. So he's proven. I know what he is, and I know they had to pay him. Pay him, shmay him. You're about winning games. And I think the Eagles are going to win a lot of games. With Zach, uh, with with Goddard at tight end, yep. Um, you, you're right, man. And if Devontae there was one, Smith, if, and I was just about to say that if there was one guy who you would go, who's the perfect compliment to Devontae Smith? It'd be wow. the AJ Brown or DK Metcalf. It'd be one of those two guys. Just and, big, uh, yep. Big physical. I just gonna make Devontae Smith. I think he's gonna turn Devontae Smith into a superstar. And um, no, you're right. I cannot argue with that one bit. The Eagles. Finally, somebody's going to create some separation in the NFC least. And yep. uh, I think the, the Eagles are, are, are primed to do it. I do think the Giants also drafted really, really well. I got to give them credit. They got my two favorite, you know, my two, top two players on, on, on my personal board in, uh, in Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. They got them both. Wow. By the way, Jaguar fans are all angry because they're talking about Trevon Walker would have went number eight or number – no, he wouldn't. He was going to Detroit. If they take Hutchinson, Detroit takes – uh, Trevon Walker. I don't have any doubt about it. They ain't got no problem with the fact that they wanted Evan Neal. He went seventh. So in hindsight, they won't, you know, you know, I'm I'm ranting a little bit here because they've been jumping all over me, but uh, they ain't got no problem if Evan Neal went seventh. Well, we should have got him. Well, you would have got the guy that went seventh. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. No, I, I get that. Speaking of uh, guys that, well, he probably wasn't in the run to go seventh, but I thought he'd go top 20. Dax Hill, man. The fact that That's the Bengals boy. landed Dax Hill at 31. We talked about him last week. Um, and, and so you mix him 
with the, the rest of this roster. They added a bunch of athletes, a bunch of speed. They know, by the way, uh, about the people. You mentioned it at the top that are saying, ah, they're a fluke, they're a one-hit wonder, all of those things. I don't see it. You know why? Because some dudes are built different, and I know Jamar Chase is built different, and Joe Burrow is built different, and Trey Hendrickson doesn't give a damn about last year. (laughs) And so when you have guys like that on both sides of the ball, and there are others, but I'm not going to name the whole damn roster, and then you add someone in Dak, so I got to interview him and talk to him on a one. He kind of reminded me of Burrow and – and uh, Chase, and the fact that it's not too big for him, I think he's going to be good to go and ready to contribute from the jump. It's uh, it's a good time right now for the Bengals. I think they're going to be pretty damn good and, and should be the favorites in the AFC North. They ain't no one-hit wonder. Not when you have Burrow and Chase and all the other players that you may even mention my man Jesse Bates. I know you're going to name everybody, but when you have Mixon and those guys, my question to you is there was so much talk about their offensive line between free agency and the draft. Do you think they did enough to, to keep people quiet? Yeah. yeah I, 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 it, I know they got Alex Kappa. Um, well, well, they got Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins, or Lyle Collins. I always get his name wrong. And yeah. uh, right tackle. So right tackle, right guard are fixed. And, and Ted Karras. Now, what have I, I have added one more lineman earlier in the draft or sign mm-hmm. one more to, to compete at that left guard spot. Yep. But they're going to go with a couple of their youngsters and, and play it out. But I, I think they're so much better than they've been the past two years that Burrow's going to be like, Oh, this is what it's like in the NFL. Mm-hmm. When I have mm-hmm. a line that isn't trash and, and they're not going to be trash. They might not be world beaters, but I think they're going to be much better. And I do think that when you have the experience that they had last year, a guy like T Higgins is going to probably take off too. And, and continue to get better. When yep. you have a year like they had last year, there's something about – remember this. Just think back to this. The Patriots, quote-unquote, upset the greatest show on turf. That was the first Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. To everybody, it was an upset. But to, we all know, in hindsight, it was the beginning of a dynasty. Yep. So, in mm-hmm. hindsight, it's not an upset that the greatest organization and the greatest run of all time – they actually won a game that they weren't favored to win. So sometimes when you think something is uh, luck or happenstance or them just getting hot, which the Patriots got hot that year, I think they were a wild card team. It's not what That's not what it is at all. It's the start of something. And I do think because of when you look at Burrow and when you look at the fact that once they get that into their system, once that success got into their veins, you can't take it away. I think New England winning that first Super Bowl, uh, the way that they won it, made them champions, and now they believe it. You can see it in the NBA. I know it's an NFL show. The Milwaukee Bucks won last year when guys started getting hurt. But now they actually think and believe that they're really good. And guess what? They look like they are. They and, don't look like, yeah, see? And, well, in the Phoenix Suns lost, but look at them. They're the favorites again. And so – that that it's a really good point because when you look at the flukes and there have been flukes, right? The the, the Atlanta Falcons, it was really like a one. They get to the Super Bowl and after that, right. it, was, it was over. And it, it wasn't a fluky run of the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that and they were a, a perennial playoff team before that, but they get there and that was it. Then it was jump off a cliff in in, in the drop. Joe Flacco, it's the way that the they Ravens. Lost. It's the way that they lost. Had they it, won that game? Had they figured it out? Had, had any, if they stopped one of those two point conversions? Anything happens that they win, I guarantee you they walk around like champions and they start and they look and feel differently about themselves. Sure. And, and, and so 
but my point being is is like Flacco, right? That would be one. Uh, yeah. Your Jaguars in 2017. I know they didn't get to the Super Bowl, but people would say, "Oh, well, that was a fluky year." Who's the quarterback? Blake. You know, is it is it a young ascending team, or is it a team that the quarterback is just eh, or it's old at the end of the road like the Falcons were? And so those are all the factors. This Bengals team is young. Yep. I mean, they drafted dudes that are younger than Jamar or older than Jamar. And so, you know, older than T. And those guys have experience now and, and key playoff experience. Yep. I don't think it's a fluke at all. I don't think it's a one-hit wonder, nor do I think me and you are a fluke. We're not a one-hit no wonder. Look at you with those guns, man. I told you. That's why I got my arms yeah. down. I ain't trying not to be embarrassed by you today, right? We're a weekly wonder. That's what That's we are. That's right. That's right. We are. And we thank you for making us your first listen here on Locked on NFL. And I had to get that right, by the way. That's a private joke between James and I. I'm always calling it locked on something else, but it's locked on NFL. We thank you for making us your first listen every Wednesday. Make sure you join the show every single day where you get your podcast, like and like and subscribe. Also, we're free on all platforms. Locked on NFL is your daily NFL podcast, Monday through Friday, and you can find it here wherever you are right now and on YouTube. For James Rapine and Tony Wiggins, we will see you all next week. You guys take care of each other. Until next time.